Hello, adventurers. It has been a short time after a long time, but we're back again. Oh my god, we're back again. This is how we do it. I really love that. I'm, it's a mix, all right? I do love that mix. It's a medley, 90s medley. I love yeah. it. Well, folks, so the, the last, uh, last session we ran, there was a lot of excellent mini games, if you ask me. <laughs> there you were. would say that. Bonaparte. Dead air. Wow. Bonaparte okay, didn't even that. know what hit him. That's right. We killed him, right? <laughs> <laughs> killed him with words. Huh. Yep, you met Bonaparte and um <laughs> the the Randy, other character Randy you met Jangles? in the bar, Randy Jangles, who was excellently uh described by the party. <laughs> You'll never miss him in his fanciful vest ever again. I forgot to mention that he had like, that he was like, you know, seven feet tall, maybe like 90 pounds soaking wet and had like one arm that was way longer than the other. So he's Slender Man. Right. Slender Man with no, mutton chops. I don't like that. <laughs> and a bedazzled leather vest. Arms. He has beefy arms. Just one. Just, just, the, just the short one. Just it was like a T-Rex one. arm. That's why I beat him in the arm wrestle. Well, a big beefy arm is like strong bad. If anyone knows that. Yeah, of course. Ugh, Trogdor the Burninator. He's got a big beefy arm. So we're on our way to check out this this uh, seedy warehouse that's got a ship hull for a roof. And um, yeah, we were taking a long rest first. And during that long rest, I switched out a couple of my spells. So Ooh, I swapped... Nice. I swapped um, Shield of Faith for Command, and I swapped out Bless for Inflict Wounds. Oh, dang. It's getting hairy. Very nice. I love it. So Hugo's got some new spells. Thorn's got a new weapon. Yeah. And Castana's eight feet tall and crushes people with his hands. Yeah. Got a new outlook on life. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, as you said, it's uh, totally free for you guys to go check out um, the repurposed ship hall warehouse. Now, I do have a question. Would you guys like to go at night or during the day? Night. At night seems probably better. Wait, what? We we were told something along the lines of uh, less guards at nighttime. Well, I think he said most warehouses have less guard at fewer, fewer guards at nighttime, but like this one, there were always candles lit and the guards still seem to be present. So we don't know necessarily. Maybe during the day there's less. But in the cover of night, our security. stealth will be more stealthy. Well, well, okay. So let's. We're so I'm assuming that we're just having this conversation. Um, yeah. Like with, in the dorm. Yeah, in the dorm. Um, so, Cass, I noticed. When we were, you remember way back when we were um, scorching Bellic to a crisp, uh, <laughs> in that whole yes. exchange. Days ago. You, it was a long time ago, it was months ago, um, you transformed into an animal of some kind. Yeah, uh, it, was, it was a spider right out of my nightmares. Yeah. Can you do that both with like small animals that aren't disgusting and terrifying? Oh, sure. Of course. Yeah. What so you, you have in mind? You could potentially like turn into a rat and just sneak into this place. Definitely. 
Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The other so, point that I wanted to make is, like, if we're going there, like at night, yeah, we have the cover of darkness. And did we see if they're like if it was humans who are guarding it because they don't have like as a human, I know that we don't have dark vision. But if there's like no people around, then we're the only things to potentially make noise and stuff aside from the people who are already there. But if it's during the daytime, you know, like we can approach it fairly easily if there's like a big crowd sort of thing. Ooh, We can distract as well. More convincingly. Okay. Big hairy guy turn into a small hairy guy? So, is do you think a rat is, like, probably the most common animal around those parts? We we got, like, a pretty accurate description of where this warehouse is, right? Yeah, yeah you think, know it's yeah. in the dock ward. Um, it's around where other uh, warehouses are. Yeah, you have an accurate street address for it. All right, yeah, so rat's probably pretty prevalent in that area, I'm guessing. It's like next to parakeets, like a really colorful parakeet is super common in that area, but you're not high enough level to turn into a flying creature yet. That's true. I mean, parakeets and then like a close second would be giant storks. Just like they're even bigger than regular storks. Probably totally normal dock animals. Oh, yeah. Probably some yeah, cats. Yeah, where there's rats, there's cats. Ooh, cat might be. Yeah, more noticeable. Rats are more like... I could be a slinky a cat. Of, okay. Yeah, you can lick your own butthole that way. Plus, I've got keen smell. And claws. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> do, I want, do I want keen smell? <laughs> to each their own. Let me see. Let me take a look at the rat. Mm. Oh, I also have keen smell as a rat. Do it. Yeah, I'll just be a rat. I feel like that's probably the most... Everybody unassuming. wants to be a rat. Because it is. Yeah, so Tom, can I ask, like, based on our knowledge of the city, and perhaps this district in particular, do we know, like, how busy this area is on the average, like, afternoon? Like, is it bustling, or is it... The docks are often busy during the days, as many items go in and out, and this is a main shipping hub for the whole, uh, like region surrounding the city this is the biggest dock um in the area and so the dock ward and the warehouses that are kept within are are very well watched now there is a respect for business and privacy so people stick to their own but in the daytime while it's not bustling like where you would expect a market area of town is it's it, it won't stand empty. Someone's always on watch uh, because there's a lot of valuable goods kept in these warehouses. I feel like recon might be our best first step anyways. Send in the rat. And mm-hmm. then we can, and then once we have like know what's inside, well, like what to look for or where to focus our attention. If we come back at night, we sneak in, we know exactly where to go. I agree. Ratman, squeak, squeak, and then you see Castan with this belt full of rats, and then a mask on that looks like a rat. That's horrifying. Wait, wait, wait! His belt of uh, respawning rats, because they just keep coming back. My belt of rats. Well, like, do you know how Batman names a bunch of real life tools after bats? Yes. I think Cass just 
has rats that he calls different tools, but they're all just, <laughs> they're all just rats. rats. This one's a hammer. This is my my ratarang. I just huck yeah, a rat. It's, it's just a dead rat. <laughs> this is my dousing rat. Still just a dead dousing. rat. They're all just dead rats. And shark repellent. My towel rat. <laughs> oh. Okay. All right, so we're going to do Sorry, daytime, daytime recon? Yeah, let's do that. Can I ask, like... Is, uh, do we, have we seen Shabble anywhere, or did he disappear in this dimension? Uh, you haven't seen him yet. Oh, I want to know if my investment was a sham. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Plus I want to sell this, uh, Wand of Entangle to somebody. You probably, you probably invested in the benevolent hand somehow. Fuck, oh my god. Can you <laughs> you're imagine? One founders. <laughs> you're accidentally one of the founders. Well, hey, well that might help things, actually. It might. All right, so what's the game plan? We're going to go maybe stop like a block away from this thing and then I'll turn into a rat and go? Uh, I mean, if there's like people like milling about, like we can just walk past. We can sort of like see, um, is this the place that had like the main front doors and then a small back entrance? Yeah. Yeah, you did get information that there is a large front door. That would be where most of the heavy supplies or like wagons going in. It's like a double door kind of situation. And you were also told that there was a small back door. And then in terms of description of the building, the roof is an old ship hall. It's uh, built up on walls. And because of the size, it wasn't confirmed, but there was assumed that there was some sort of second story. I mean, I could just, like, whip you onto the roof, dude. Sure. You can also just scurry among people's feet what's probably my, just as easily. What's my constitution as a rat? <laughs> sure, I could survive a toss onto the roof. Oh, it's a minus one. Well, I'm not, like, throwing I, you at the roof from a distance. I just mean, like, a toss. Like, I'm walking next to the building, just like a little, like, alley-oop. Yeah. Um, or, here's, here's a more fun, slightly more convoluted... If we if we want to get you through a door, because I don't know if there's going to be like little crevices that you can sneak yourself into, um, you know, Thorn with her high high charisma and uh, like could potentially cause a bit of a ruckus and maybe get that front door opened just a, just a crack and you could just like scurry through while we're while while we're giving the guards a little bit of a headache. I was thinking that already, but then. I mean, I don't know that this will make a difference, really, but then they will have seen your faces, which might not bode well for us later. Disguises. Can I cast Disguise Self? Hang on. Or we could just, I don't know, do you have a Disguise Kit, Thorn? No. I feel like we need to make a stop along the way to disguise ourselves. (laughs) Nice. Let's do it. Okay, where where would you go to disguise yourself? Can you can you just, just like a clothing shop? Can you buy a disguise kit somewhere? You have to be proficient in it, I guess, right? I mean, yeah, there's a general market in town. You could buy fabric or clothing items or whatever you'd be interested in. Was there like a troupe, like a a group of performing artists? Oh yeah, pay them to disguise us. Well, you guys, I, I don't need disguise. Well, likely there would be, but it might be harder to find than just going to the general market. Again, this is a hub, and there's a trading hub, so there's supplies of all types available in the city. Now, should we just go look for a disguise kit? Just pick, pick up a disguise just, kit. I at just a want to market. be drunk. I feel like we can come back with disguises. 
this is a recon mission. We can just come with our true faces. It's not like I, we have to be disguised one of the times. <laughs> yeah, sure enough. Okay, yeah, all right. Let's yeah. do recon. All right. Let's go. So I feel like false drunk would be a fun way to go about this. Why go like, false when you can go all the way? <laughs> Where we're just like belligerently yelling for someone to come out of the warehouse that we that is not in there. But we're assuming John is in the warehouse. Why don't you just like get into a scuffle in front of the warehouse, like up against the doors? Yeah, but we're going to start, ah, John, you're in there. I know you are. And then people will start coming out. Why is someone yelling? All that's right. my thought. Any idea? No? Yeah, yeah, that's better true. better thoughts? I'm going to be a rat, so... Okay. <laughs> Can I acquire, like, a cloak that is less ostentatious than my normal, like, <laughs> yes. fan- fancy man robes? Yeah, for sure. Like, I'm not taking for off for my fancy, high-quality stuff. I'm just putting on something, like, a little shitty over top. Like an overcloak. Yeah, like, yeah, I mean- kind of like a just a potato bag sort of thing. <laughs> I mean, the guild is in the, the North Ward where you guys are staying. So you'll pass by the market areas on the outside of the Castle Ward, uh, bridging onto the Trader's Ward as you move south towards the docks. Ooh, so I'm, can I'm I get sure it? You can, can I get something that's reversible? Just because, like, if we're walking through the crowd, then I can just whoop, flip it around. All of a sudden, I'm somebody else. Yeah, I'll say uh, as you pass along, you see a vendor selling. Uh, what you would consider an overcloak. So it's a bit of a thin-knit wool with a slightly nicer fabric on the inside, or on the other side. So one side is rough-hewn wool, and the other side is like, uh, I don't know, you can pick your color of like a cotton. I'm going to go, one side is gray for my lizard. (laughs) The the lizard that we raced, not the... Anyways. um. And the other side is a, I don't know, uh, magenta? Sure. Trying to stand out. So the gray is the wool side. And I'm saying this has the benefit of keeping you a little warm if you're out on a chilly night. Okay, I'm going to go, I'm going to go here, um, magenta side out. All right, I'm ready. I'm ready to impress these fools. (laughs) All right, so you guys make your way down to the dock ward. Uh, you find the street that this warehouse is supposed to be off of. Um, there's light foot traffic around. Um, there's lots of bars strewn throughout the dock ward. So you kind of experience, you know, you'll see a tavern with, with some hubbub, and then you'll go a bit of a stretch with just quiet, indiscriminate buildings, and then maybe another tavern or, or the odd um, workers bustling around. But eventually you find the side street that leads down and you can very clearly see a building that's roof is an old uh, ship hall. Did I, I forgot to mention that these giant storks, like their bird call is very weird. It's just like guards, guards, guards. <laughs> They're just constantly shedding guards. So like the guards there are very confused in a cause of Those storks, real menace. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Tim's just adding to your world building. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> uh, sorry. The, they're called uh, mimic storks. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I guess if we're on like a side street, is it pretty pretty dead? Like very little foot traffic in this street. 
Yeah, a couple of the buildings you might see, you know, a, a person or two just kind of uh, mulling about, but nothing too active. No one's really, uh, it's, it's a fairly quiet area. All right, so I'm just going to try and duck, like maybe if there's a little alleyway or something, duck into it and um, I'm going to cast, or not cast, I'm going to use Wild Shape and become a rat. Um, yeah, so as you get closer to the building, so yeah, you see the overturned ship hall. Um, it's, it looks like it would be about two stories in height for the whole building. It sits at the end of a side street with its large double doors in the front and what looks like a um, fairly average height man um, has a, a brimmed hat down over his face and he's kind of leaning against the wall. Looks like he's just resting. Uh, there is space on both sides of this warehouse, like small alleys on either side. But from the street, yeah, you see one guard out front leaning against the wall. Go check for that entrance in the back. You want me to run around to the back? Yeah. Just like in case it happens to be open? Or if there, just, if there is a door there, that's good for us to know if we're coming back later. Sure. Okay. Then I'll I'll kind of scurry down the one of the alleyways into the back door to the back and just see if there is a a back door. And if it's okay, why don't, why don't you roll a perception check for me? Sure. Wisdom is plus zero. Okay, fifteen. Fifteen for perception. Okay, so you move along down the side of the building and. Um, as you get to the end and turn the corner, you do see that there is a single frame door, uh, closed, um, with no one standing outside of it. Um, but with your perception check, you also noticed that when you're moving down the side, there is a small shutter. It's not a glass window, but it looks like it's a frame, uh, that could open up. And that's on the second, uh, what would, what you would recognize as the second floor. Ooh-hoo. Okay, can you communicate this to us somehow <laughs> as a rat? After when he comes I'll back? I'll have to after, yeah. Because I can mage hand that thing open. Mm. As long as it's not locked from the inside. All right, so I'll keep that in mind. I'll scurry around back to the front. And then I guess if you guys are kind of watching for me once I get back, do your thing. Can we have ret- sorry? Can we have retconned something minor before you turned into a rat? Uh, is there a way that like cast like if things go sideways while he's in there, like can some like tip us off that something has gone terribly wrong? I mean, he can turn back into a human and scream, "Help! Everything's gone terribly wrong!" <laughs> but that's one of the things that the storks yell. That's not going to help. <laughs> Also, why is he turning into a human? That's a yeah. weird change. <laughs> oh, whatever. You know what I mean. Sorry, I have the human bias. Can change back into a half giant sized humanoid. <laughs> a human shaped humanoid? Yes. Human shaped humanoid. Okay, sure. That'll be the signal. You scream for help. <laughs> Good. Very concise signal. <laughs> Okay, yeah, so I guess that Thorne and I are, are watching the, uh, waiting for a little rat buddy to to be visible, and then we'll try to distract these two ding-dongs at the front. Was it two yeah, or, so or one? Yeah, so I'll say, 
if, if you're waiting out front on the street, you get a couple looks from some say, of the people like no moving along, but nothing, you haven't drawn too much attention as of yet. I feel like we should look like we're in deep conversation first, like while we were waiting. Well, so wait, there's guards out front of the door, though? Mm-hmm. There's one guard on the front door, and there are other workers, but they're what you would assume to be associated with other warehouses. And the door so. isn't being open to let packages in for the day? like cargo. No, it's it, everything's sealed up. How um, do they get cargo in? It's the middle of the you day. You would assume the cargo that's in is already in. It's like a model There ship. are two large doors, but they're closed. Mm. This is what I'm saying. If you guys get into a scuffle, like this guy might just walk over. No one's necessarily going to come out. But I'm going to wait by the door, just in case. You're waiting by the front door? Yeah. Covertly. <laughs> I mean, I'm a rat. I don't think. Just sitting there. <laughs> so? No, he's, he looks, he, I mean, honestly, he looks like he's like asleep. Hmm. Thinking against the wall. Is not there much change. Any kind of hole or gap between the two doors that a rat could fit through? <laughs> no, they're they're actually sealed up pretty well, considering this is made out of a ship hull. <laughs> That's what I was um, thinking. I'm like wood kind of has like some give and take. Where'd all the other, how do the other rats get in there? <laughs> we don't know that there's other rats. In there. there could be. I'm asking a question. You I mean, don't find be. any obvious holes to get in. <laughs> Okay, alright, Thorn, let's do this. Um, and then I'll say very loudly, like, I told you John doesn't work in this warehouse. I know he does! And I just start, like, hobbling over. He's in there, and he's gonna give me my five dollars now, or he's gonna face my wrath. Is a dollar like a gold? Yeah. Okay. Don't, don't... Just don't go up there and just start pounding on the door. Please, I'm whatever going, you do. I'm going. Don't, I'm no. going. I'm, don't I'm just like hobbling it. over there and I'm reaching for the door to try and open it. <laughs> to try and open okay, it? Okay. Um, before we get to that, make While a performance While Hugo's like check. pulling me back. The guy's asleep. I feel like this would be normal. Is that fair? Can you make a performance check I'm for doing me it. there? I'm doing it. <laughs> All right, performance. Do I have guidance? Remember, you're not a bard this time. I know. <laughs> um, ten. Okay. <laughs> Could I give the help action in some way? <laughs> I mean, I'm just. I mean, drunk. you are, I really I guess, it. part of the performance. Yeah. Sure. So that gives you advantage, right? Yeah, you can roll one more time. Uh, thanks, Tom. Tim's the one who helped. <laughs> That's much better. 21. Holy shit. Dang. Okay, well, it's believable that you're having this weird yeah, Drunken outburst on the street. Um, and for that, things won't escalate, but if you reach for the door, um, you, you, you're not even able to get your arm close. The man in front... Uh, stand squarely in front and blocks your way. Okay. And he says, whatever your business here, move on. Nope. John's inside and I need to get him. He knocks on the wall three times and he says, there's no John. Get away now. Is Hugo going to say anything at this point? I say, listen, sir, it's best we just get John before it escalates 
into something truly embarrassing for my friend here. So could you just, could you just go it's in? It's just you need to just get John. Hang on, I'm just, talking. The men are talking John. here. Hang on. Just. just <laughs> <laughs> I will whip out my sword. I, I flash you some evil eyes for half a second there. <laughs> so could I you need just, John, you dingbat. <laughs> could you go just tell John like two seconds? I'll make it worth his while. Then we'll just get this whole thing cleared up. You get him. Let's get that so job. your performance was good. So you do feel like he believes that you guys are being earnest. Hmm. I feel a butt coming. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, there's no entering the warehouse. That's off the table. <sighs> Why don't you come around back and we'll talk about this? Uh, I was not expecting that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is King John just not come out of here? I don't need to go in. Just bring him out. Yeah, we'll we'll go to the back, and and John will come out. Why don't you just have John come out the front? Okay, no, no, this is fine. Let's let's go. Just <laughs> let's just follow the gentleman. Yeah, you just follow strange men down alleys whenever you want to. I just can't. <laughs> I'm going. You're dragging me. I'm going. And I say, yes, we're all going to follow this this man. Just loud enough for Rat, rat Cast to hear. Yeah. Who scurries <laughs> along behind. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so you guys make your way down the alley towards the back. Um, this band kind of follows along behind. Okay. Wait, he's As not leading us? The he's corner following into us? the alley. You, oh, he'll, you know, he's with you. Um... But you do hear um, what sounds like a door open and close, and another man steps behind you into the alley. Behind me? So, well, yeah, it says he leads you into the alley. Another one basically came out the front. Son of a He knocked on the wall three yeah, times. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah. So he's watching you as you lead your way to the back. Why, where are we going? We don't know. We've never been here before. <laughs> Oh, there's two of you. Am I seeing two of you, or there's actually not two of you? <laughs> okay, guys. I think you're going to have to roll initiative. Oh, fuck. <laughs> well, Hugo, it was a good try. <laughs> I mean, was it? <laughs> you knew this was like a, a very private place, so... Yeah, I didn't think they'd be so fucking anal, though. Uh, I got a 15... Yeah. Shoo us away! Uh, 17? Great, and Cass? I'm actually, I'm, okay. Uh, <laughs> you roll initiative too. You're a rat, but you can be in the initiative order. 18. Ooh. I'm so, yes, he leads you down. You see the man step out into the alley, kind of blocking you in. And at that point... You hear, you shouldn't have come here. And let us see. Let's roll the dice. Can I get a quick second? Sure. Um, for my rapier, I have it down as plus one, but it's is it supposed to be like a regular rapier is plus five, so it's a plus six for attack bonus? Um, it's a magical weapon, so you'll get your dexterity bonus applied to it. Sorry, I'm just... And then, yes, your dexterity... 
and your proficiency and a plus one. So it'll be plus six. So it's plus six? Plus six to yeah, attack. Yeah, and that's and on your chance to hit. But yes. because it's magic, you also get plus one to the damage. Yes. So and, D8 plus and it one. still is... Still a, a D8, though? Yeah. That's what I was asking. Yeah, it's the same as a rapier. That's where I was... Okay. D8 yep. piercing. And so I get plus one to damage. Yep. Okay. And it's Thanks. magical. Which means it can't be damaged by non-magical items. Okay. Just wanted to make sure. I had it kind of scribbled in here, and I'm like, wait a second, I gotta hit someone with this. <laughs> yeah. You got that right, but before that happens, yeah. you might get hit. Oh, yeah, Because sure this man to. is pulling out an axe that was strapped onto his belt, and he's swinging it right at you. That's Can no I rat. Some sort of, like, stealthy move? <laughs> it's not stealthy at all. He basically said, you shouldn't have come here, and I'm then he's going to swing I? an axe at you. Can I just dance out of the way? No? No? <laughs> you might be able to. Let's find out. This guy went hard right out the bat. Jeez. Rules a 16 to hit. Oh. Yep, it hits. All right. Uh, I just... God damn it! Ooh. <laughs> this is a pretty nasty axe. Ooh. That's 14 slashing damage. Oh. Cool, 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 cool. Mm-hmm. And after he takes that action, next up is Cass. I'm going to start scurrying back towards the front of the alley, back towards the front door. Oh, you're running running away? Well, I can't really help you guys as a rat. And at some point, uh, presumably at least one of these guys is going to go back into the warehouse. Can I ask, uh, what's your movement speed as a rat? It's 30. Okay. Oh, no, it's 20. I lied. Okay, so you get, like, uh, partway down the alley towards the front, if you if you move. It'll take probably two move actions to get to the front door. Okay, so I'll dash. Okay. So that makes it to the front door. It is closed, but you did hear that... Well, geez, you know, actually, you're going to have to pass by the other guy to get to the front door. But then he's a rat. Are a they rat. looking for him? He's a rat, so I'm going to roll a perception check, and I'll make it decently hard. So I'll say a DC 17 he has to be. He rolled a nat 1? Never mind. He doesn't see you at all. <laughs> Does not even look down. You gotta you gotta do the thing where you crawl up his butt and then turn back into regular size Cass and explode <laughs> him from the inside. <laughs> the old Ant-Man Thanos. Uh, yeah! <laughs> So yeah, he doesn't notice you, but so you just go to the front door, and are you going to take any other action? Uh, took a dash action. Yeah, I'm just going to chill. Alright. Okay, okay. Uh, next up is Thorn. How much damage did you take, Thorn, from this guy? 14. 14 damage. You took 14 points of damage. Yes, I took 14 points of damage, and he got blood on my favorite pants. <laughs> You're just having this conversation. Yes. <laughs> Stopping. The guy just he's fucking got blood on my pants. Just got 14 damage. Giant wound in you. <laughs> I'm bleeding right now. This I was not planning on fighting right now. Anyways, uh, I'm going to whip out my rapier and try and stab Doof Face, who just axed me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Alright, make it so. So, 20 to hit? Yeah, that's that's gonna hit. Mm-hmm. Five. Five. <laughs> I, uh, I do five damage. I'm really distracted by the blood on my pants and the gaping wound. Alright. Gaping yeah, axe uh... wound. Yes! <laughs> 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 Gross. Uh, you give a good stab at him, and um, I'd also like you to make a perception roll. Ten. Yep. All right. Yeah, you stab him. Doesn't do too much. Okay. So that's that's all. Perception do. <laughs> I guess so. I mean, there's not much else I can do right now. Is I need to stay and fight. We're in an alleyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, uh, next up is Hugo. Wait a second. Do I have any? No, I don't have sneak. Oh, you can take the bonus. Oh. Yeah, anytime you can take the bonus attack, uh, your bonus action to hide, dash, or disengage, so you can get out of trouble pretty quickly. And go find our rat friend. Okay, so I'm going to start off by casting Spiritual Weapon. Alright, what does awesome. that do for you? I create a floating spectral weapon within a range that lasts for the duration or until you cast the spell again. So it lasts for a minute. It is not a concentration spell. Uh, when you cast a spell, you can make a melee spell attack against a creature within five feet of the weapon. On a hit, the target takes force damage equal to 1d8 plus your spellcasting ability modifier. Okay. I got a total of 17. Oh, it's a hit? Yeah. Yep, that lands. 10, ten points of force damage. Oh, dang. All right. How does he like that? Um, it does a significant amount of damage. It hits him, and he kind of stumbles and uh, slams against the wall. Um, make a perception check for me. I was going to say, is he going to roll a perception check? <laughs> is he alive? Oh, I rolled a roll f- four. Oh. Yeah. I mean, it landed. He took the blow. He saw him knock up against the wall. Yeah, but something's up, because you're asking us to roll perception when we hit him. Hmm. All right, so next Oh, up. hang on. That was my bonus action. Oh, okay. And I say, yes, fear the wrath of Brock of the Benevolent Hand. That's my name, Brock. <laughs> uh, from the Benevolent Hand, that's me. <laughs> and then I'm going to use um, Toll the Dead on him. Oh, that's outstanding. <laughs> So he has to make a saving throw of some kind. I really like the idea of him using Brock as yeah. his name everywhere he goes. This is also going to... It makes a loud noise, too, right? Oh, shit, yeah. That's no, that's good. good. That might draw people out and open the door. Did we? Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Toll the dead, yeah. Wisdom saving throw. Okie dokie. If that guy goes unconscious, you run in that direction. Run towards the I got a 12. <laughs> Is that a big fart? 12 doesn't do it? No, 12 does not do it. He had to get okay. 13, didn't he know? He had to get a 13. <laughs> oh, wow, he did not know. Okay, so it's a, it's a D12 of necrotic damage, so let's see. Oh, two points. Still. Okay. How does he look? Um, he looks heavily wounded. Um, one of his arms has a large gash, and it's kind of hanging limp. 
Yeah, it's not doing too hot. But, you know, he's not crying out or anything. He's got quite a composure to him. Did he make another perception throw at another attack? He, he might get one next time. So wait, uh, so when he uh, casted Toll the Dead and it makes that loud bell noise, does anyone, uh, does Cass hear anything like anyone stirring at the front door or does anyone kind of look out the front door to check what the noise was? Mm, probably um, not because that's what the fluorescent pelicans that uh, inhabit the port <laughs> district also sound like. <laughs> Yeah, you, you hear the dong. It's quite audible. Um, nothing comes from inside of this warehouse, but you could assume oh that God. other people around the local area have probably heard it. Audible dong. Audible dong. <laughs> New band name. <laughs> okay. This is why we're married. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, you hear, you hear the dong is probably the title of the episode, let's be honest. <laughs> I heard the dong on Christmas Day. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, good stuff. All right, who else wants some? So we're going back up uh, to the guy you're beating the crap out of. <laughs> He's been knocked up against the wall and injured with some necrotic damage. Uh, looks like some parts of him aren't exactly holding on as well as they used to be. But he's got a mean-looking axe in his hand, and he's still ready to swing it. Mm-hmm. Um, are you both within five feet of him now? Like, you're both engaged with this one guy? Mm-hmm. I don't know that I would have gotten that close. Who was in front? Was I behind? The closest to him? I mean, I guess if he came out in front of us, if he came out in front of us, it's up to him how close he got to me. Fair, fair. Well, first, the, the other one who had come out the front, um, he starts walking down the alley towards you guys, but he's he's a little sluggish. So he gets up to you, but he doesn't make an attack. Um, but the one who had already um, used his axe against Thorn will attempt to strike again. What is he on? Oh, you got a six? No. So yeah, he he misses. Oh, thank goodness. Swings his axe at you, uh, but you dodge out of the way. And it will go back to Cass. Twiddle his thumbs at the front of the building doing nothing. I was hoping that someone else might, like when they heard the kerfuffle, might come out, but... Uh. Is the front door locked back up mm. again? Um... Did you ask that? Is the front door locked back up again now that the other guy came out of it? I'm a rat. I can't open it either way. If it's Yeah, the door is closed. <sighs> it's not left open. You make yourself a giant whatever you are for Bulg and open that door with your strength. Just go I, in. I have no idea what's inside. All right. Riches untold. Animals that need help. That would, like, make you want to. Just go in and I'm say gonna... you're looking for a personality audit or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm trying to think if there's any way for me to like <laughs> scratch at the door or something to try and just make some noise but I, I think I'm just too small I'm not going to do any I'm not going to be able to make any noise here Ugh. yeah rats around warehouses aren't exactly like a, a head turner 
No, I know. I'm trying to like. I mean, like knocking at the door to see if someone from inside would come out. But okay. Um. Okay, I'm just gonna, I guess, go back down the alley. <laughs> so I don't know how far, how far into the, or to the alley can I make it with only a speed of twenty. Twenty feet. <laughs> does, that, does that get me into the alley? <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, it gets you around the corner and maybe like like a quarter down the alley. All right. So I'm going to do that. So I guess so now I'm coming up behind this second guy, right? Yep. All right. I'm going to I guess I'll drop wild shape. Is that an action or is that like a bonus action? How does that work? You can revert to your normal form by using a bonus action on your turn. Okay. So, I'll use a bonus action. I revert to my normal form. Hopefully no one else outside the alleyway saw. Uh, and then how how far away from me is the second guard, the one who is making his way down the alley? I'll give it to you that you could get into five feet of him if you want. Oh, really? Damn, okay. Sure. I have... Well, I'm I mean, assuming you've got, like, a little bit more... I've got uh, some range speed as I've a got some range stuff that I could do for bold, but no, I'm still gonna cast. I'm gonna cast um, thorn whip. What? Mm. Okay, whip this guy. <laughs> it's a... <laughs> yeah, different. It's not spelled the same. <laughs> <laughs> you pick up thorn by the ankles and you whip her at your enemies. <laughs> no. So that is 18 to hit. Yeah, that hits. Nice. So it does two piercing damage. Okay. It says it pulls him 10 feet closer to me, but if I'm already that close to him, it doesn't matter. So that's it. Okay. And make a perception check. Mm. Uh, 11. Oh my gosh. Which is... You guys are doing pretty terrible. Horribly. Well, I'm a little bit focused out on the of fight. sorts because I was a rat. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you you send out your your vine of thorns and it kind of wraps around uh, part of his torso and you give a good pull. You know, some he gets punctured a couple times uh, and he kind of stumbles back. Anything else on your turn? No, I think I've used up all my everything. Okay. Next up, thorn. All right, I'm going to stab with my thing again. 21. That hits. Seven. All right, seven damage. Do I get to make a perception thing again? Yeah, do that again. Come on, let's perceive what we're trying to perceive. Ho, ho, ho. 22. Very good. So, even though you've been in the heat of battle, this last stab, you really think, you hit him right in the chest, it goes right through the center of his chest, and as you pull out your blade, I mean, you would expect a reaction. This is almost a killing blow to anyone you would have normally met. Uh, But a few things you notice. One, you're now aware that he's never cried out in pain. And two, as you pull your rapier out, You see a large hole in his chest, but rather than blood, you just kind of see water, like a clear liquid flowing from the wounds. And you now realize that he hasn't shed any blood. Hmm. 
Uh, this guy is not uh, normal. I just yeah, sort of kind of seems like sodden and wet. <laughs> and wet. He's yeah. very uh, sodden and wet. <laughs> that's not blood. That's a uh, clear liquid. May it be water? I don't know. But it is making him very wet. He's quite moist. <laughs> no? Weird. No. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. I'm telling this to you, Hugo. Okay. All right. Don't know what to do You that. can perceive yeah. also that something is weird. Maybe Hugo, you are up after Cat or after Thorn, so. Okay. Um... My spiritual weapon's gonna go. Oh, what? Yeah, spiritual weapon's gonna go again. And I rolled a total of 20. Yeah. That's hits. Nice. And that'll be 11 points of force damage. Okay. Um, could you describe to me what your spiritual weapon is and how it hits as you take this guy down? Okay. So my spiritual weapon's like a, just a big croquet mallet. And uh, it's just going to go, like, right down on the head and try to, like, compress him. Okay. So the blow lands, and he takes the full force of your spiritual weapon. And normally you'd kind of expect, like, a, you know, the crap, crack and the pop of bones breaking. But all you hear is a wet thump. Water runs from the edges of his mouth, and he collapses on the ground. That's fucked up. Okay. Um, I told you he was moist. <laughs> you didn't say how moist. <laughs> like, he's quite wet. He is quite moist. Okay. If, if I just look behind me, can I see this other dude? Yeah. He, he's got a vine wrapped around him. And not causing too much damage, but enough to make him have to struggle a little bit. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um... Yeah, told the dead on that guy. Uh, I rolled a, a four plus zero. Okay. <laughs> Come on, Cthulhu dice, give me a good number. 11 points of necrotic damage. Oof. Ooh. So after you rung the bell of the previous fellow, you cast Toll the Dead, and uh, I'll say one of his legs kind of rots and bubbles, and he stumbles a little bit as he takes 11 points of damage. <laughs> is he bleeding, or is he also water leaking? He is also just leaking water. There's been no visible blood. Gross. Okay. Hope you know how to hop, you dickhead. That's my turn. Alright, so that was Hugo, and now it's his turn, the creature's turn. Um, he reaches back and rips the vine apart, that was lashed on to him. Ouch. And he'll do a quick turn around and swing his arm and attempt to slam into Cass. Uh, 15 to hit? Yep, that does it. Okay. Ooh, he slams into you for 17 damage. Holy shit. Oh, yeah, wow. I rolled really well on that one, but... Oh my god, I should have stayed a rat. You'd be dead. Well, I wouldn't have been here. <laughs> it's a surprising amount of force uh, from a man. Like, he's 
He, you know, he's just under six foot, average build, um, but you feel like there's a lot of mass to him as he throws his weight into you. This makes me very angry. And that's his turn. Uh, so that goes back up to Cass. All right. Cass is very upset with this. <laughs> so I'm going to pull out my shield <laughs> and my quarterstaff and cast Shillelagh and then swing it at this fool. Yep. And that's going to be 22 to hit. <laughs> oh, goodness. Yep. And... Oh, yeah. Uh, 11 bludgeoning damage. Whoo! Um, so I'm going to say, as you swing at him, uh, he raises an arm, and your st- your quarterstaff, enchanted with shillelagh, actually goes right through his forearm. That His bone breaks and, and falls to the ground in a thump. Awesome. Again, he doesn't cry out, doesn't scream, he stands heavily wounded, but still ready to fight. Ugh, gross. Cass just shouts, What are you, you disgusting abomination? And he screams back in your face, a guttural roar, as bubbles and foam form at his mouth. Alright, so uh, next up is Thorn. Alright, so there's only one guy left and he's fighting Cass, right? Yep. And he's missing a forearm. Alright. And one of his legs is fucked, too. And his back is is to me currently? Yep. Alright, so can I do the the sneaky thing? Uh, Yeah, Cass is engaged with him, so you'd have advantage if you moved up into melee range. Yeah, I'm doing that. Alright, attack with advantage. 14. Yep, that hits. Okay. Uh, 9. Oh, you get to add a d6, right? Because it's oh, a yeah. sneak attack. And d6. To the damage? Yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. 14. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, go ahead and describe your killing blow. <laughs> so, coming behind him, I just sneak up, and a rapier is really good at, like, slicing through. Or are they more for poking? I think they're more for... They're quite good at stabbing, but yeah. there are there are edges on either side, so you can still slash someone with it. Um, Especially with your rolls. Yes. Well, I'm going to come up to him. Downward thrust, motherfucker. No. <laughs> I'm going to thrust my sword up his butt. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're coming up from behind. <laughs> Just All right, you stab deep. Yep. Stab him real deep. Yep. And um, he's he's still like face. he's still mid roar when you come up behind him and stab him, and it just cu- cuts cuts the screen that that roar off like midway, and instead of a bubbly frothing at the mouth, water just flows, and he slumps forward <laughs> onto Cass. <laughs> Uh, I thought you needed a bath, Cass. So, what do you say we uh, head into this? Disgustedly cast the body aside. (laughs) That was weird. (laughs) 
<laughs> I say we uh, go into this warehouse and see if there's more of these water guys. What the hell was that? <laughs> well, hang on. Can I... My inventory says I have four healing potions. Yeah. I'm going to give one to each of these two. Oh, okay. Thanks. Oh, thanks. What does that do? No, 2d4 plus 2. So I get seven. I'm also going to eat ten good berries. <laughs> oh my god! I need that come in handy. Just ten of them? That spell, man. That puts me up to full health. Sick! I'll have to look at that spell sometime. Why? <laughs> Being able to cure ten health points with one action is a... Uh... Yeah. Might, might need to be reviewed. Eating a berry restores one hit point, and the berry provides enough nourishment to sustain a creature for one day. How many berries can you summon at one time? Ten. Oh, jeez. And they last 24 hours. Up to ten. Up to ten berries appear in your hand. I mean, yeah. And they yeah, last yeah, for yeah. Ten, 24 hours. It's fair enough. It does take a spell slot, so... Yeah. Very good. All right, full health. So? Thank you, Hugo. And I, guys, I'm sorry, I... I thought I would have been better served in the front in case I could get into the building. It seemed that wasn't going to happen. All right, well, even though the front is the more popular, all three of us need to focus on the rear. <laughs> I knew this was coming. I was like, okay, there's no way this doesn't turn into a sex joke. <laughs> well, actually, I did notice when I came around, um, there's a shutter up top. It seems, I don't know if maybe it's it's it may be unlatched. Maybe that would be a an option. Can we like detect magic or use our insight to know what these things are? Yeah, I was going to ask I don't Thorn, know if you like, have detect magic, but on her um adventures like you you were out like out to sea at some points, right? Did you see any fucked up shit like this? I mean, you never knew that I was out to sea, but sure. <laughs> I mean, I assume because you on, you uh, kept going on about the ocean and shit like that. <laughs> Only several times. So I'll give you a few options if you want to. You could do an investigation on the corpse. Or you could do some sort of maybe a history check if you would have knowledge of it from your past. That's my two options? Mm, Unless you can come up with something else that intrigues me. Insight. (laughs) (laughs) What about no, you? you don't really have insight on a dead corpse. No. All right, Hugo. What's Do up? You have a good investigation or no? Mm, it's a minus one. Ooh, so no. What about you, Cass? Investigation? Plus one. Okay, so roll some stuff. We'll both investigate these corpses. Oh, okay. Eight. That's what your plus one? Yeah. I hate you. All right, let me see. It's not nice. 15. Roll me a history check with that investigation. 15. Good job. Thanks. All right. You have a strong suspicion you know what these might be. I have a strong suspicion I know what these might be. Yeah. You you think they're... There's something called a drog. Now, when a ship and her crew die at sea in a horrific fashion, sometimes the crew reanimates as a drog. These undead sailors are completely, you know, they're they're tied to their ship uh, or their captain, and um, they live kind of uh, an afterlife uh, bound by 
the rules they would have followed as seamen. So the upside-down hull was probably their ship. All right. That's pretty rad, actually. Yeah, it's really cool. <laughs> it's basically like the guys on Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, so I relay all that to Hugo and Cass. And I say, so I'm guessing that this upside-down hull is probably their ship. So wait, did we did we kill these ones? Are they dead? Can they die Can after? they die? A second death? Can All they? you know is that uh, they are a form of undead. I don't know what that means in terms of if they can die or not. I'm going to guess. to say? Yeah. <laughs> right. More like they're destroyed. Oh, okay. Good enough. Good enough. I mean, yeah, the one certainly is destroyed. <laughs> his leg's all fucked up, he's missing his forearm, and then he's got a big hole in his butt. He already had a hole in his butt. Well, it's <laughs> a big hole in his butt where stuff is falling out of, and normally you want that to stay in. And then the other guy is, like, heads crushed in up against the wall. Yeah, speaking so, of yeah, which... Destro- destroyed is a good word for it. After all this time, I think my uh, spiritual weapon will disappear because it only lasts for one minute. But uh, let's get into the back of this uh, warehouse. The back? Or do you want to go through the shutter door with your mage hand? Well, it's on the second floor. How do we all get yeah. up there? All right, so let, as we're walking towards the back, Cass uh, spits on one of the stupid body corpse things. And we get around the back and I'll point out like the shutter... I get, if we want to try just waltzing in, we certainly could try the back door. I'm sure it's going to be probably locked. I can also still use Wild Shape one more time. Um, so if we want to try that shutter, if you want to mage hand, oh, okay. mage hand the shutter, yeah. I can turn into a spider and get on up there. I think that we have pulled the ripcord here because yeah. like, once they find out that two of their droogies are dead... Um, they're going to be extra, like, alert. So I think we go in now. We, we're we here now. Yeah. We gotta go. We gotta do yep. what we're gonna do. I agree. Let's check the back Just door. And so in. I pull on the back door quietly. Quietly, okay. To see if it will unlatch without making a noise. So you go up to the door, and it doesn't take a check or anything for you to notice. Um, you put your hand on and quietly try and turn and you're fairly certain there is a simple lock on this door Um, from visual inspection from the outside you would assume it assume it's no more really complicated than like an everyday kind of front door but it does it does it is currently locked i'm going to pick the lock okay okay wait just before you pick the lock uh I'm going to recast Shillelagh on my quarterstaff and just kind of maybe ready ready like a, a swing with my quarterstaff in case someone's right inside the door here. Perfect. Yeah, you've got a readied action. <sighs> How many attempts do I get? <laughs> <laughs> what, was, what was your roll? I rolled a four. So 11. Plus 11. 11? Do 11. Oh, 11 total. That does do it. It's, oh. it's a simple lock. Yeah, it was nice. a little clunkier than I would have uh, liked. Yeah, it makes a slight noise. Instead of being totally silent, there's there's an audible click as you throw the latch. But the door's open, and you don't hear any other response. Hmm. All right, we're being very stealthy here. All of us stealthy. The stealth is the utmost here. 
Okay, then roll stealth checks. Okay. <laughs> God, I probably have disadvantage on stuff. <laughs> oh no, I've got plus two. Nice. Wow, you're eight foot tall. You're not that strong, but your stealth is good. Apparently, twenty-one. I don't know. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, it didn't help me. I only rolled five. <laughs> Okay. I have like a severe advantage on it, and I still only got eleven altogether. All right, good to know. Um, Proceed. So I would like to perceive inside the door. Mm -hmm. So uh, you swing open the door, and because there's no windows that you were able to notice on the outside, the interior is quite dark. The only light that spreads around the room are small ceramic pots that hang about by the rafters with small uh, candle lights on the top of them. I have dark So these vision. look... Well, well, fair enough, but uh, for those who don't, yes, there's, there's a faint candle light coming from multiple oil pots that are hung around this warehouse. Um, inside, there's kind of... Uh, slightly unorganized paths that lead through stacked crates, barrels, uh, bushels of cloth and other uh, wares and trade goods. You don't sense any uh, movement or hear any uh, sounds inside. I would like to see if I notice the symbol on any of the boxes. Okay, so you can go about searching the warehouse. Do you have uh, any indication of where you'd like to start searching? Hugo? Look for the symbol. Look for the symbol. That's what I just said. Looking for the symbol, but Mm. we have to start where we're looking. Oh. (laughs) Yeah, there's a main floor, again, with lots of stuff stacked up. And you can now tell that there's kind of a a half floor on the second level. um, That with a bit of a closer look, there's just a ladder that leads up to the second half floor. I guess I'll just move forward if there's a path and sort of start at this back and work our way forward. Looking okay. At- I feel like I should not attempt to go up on that half floor just in case the floor's kind of weak. I'm very okay. heavy. Yeah. Then we but I don't I, think I don't have dark vision. I feel vision. like I we can well. slightly split up. Do any of you guys have dark vision? Is it only me? Don't you know light, Hugo? Yeah, I take out my shield and I cast light on it. Nice. Thanks. I stick nearby Hugo so I can see stuff. Okay, so we'll go up both sides and see if we can find this All right. thing. I will let, um, since you're kind of going as two groups, you can do perception checks with advantage. Because you know what you're looking for. The info is helping you uh, focus on what your target is. Uh, 22. 22 as well. 12. <laughs> uh, so... Yeah, you move through checking great crates. Uh, you see, you know, a number of different items. Nothing particularly jumps out. And um, as your two paths uh, wrap around and you kind of come to an intersection in the middle, uh, you both uh, have your eye caught by a uh, finely constructed wood chest. Um, in the lower corner, there is a small piece of parchment stuck to the side with the symbol that was described to you. Uh, there is a metal latch that seals this crate, 
Uh, it seems to be made of sturdy wood with metal hinges and um, a thick padlock keeps it sealed. Okay. I can pick a padlock, right? Good try. Can we first do some sort of like detect magic or something on it first? Does anyone, does Hugo not have anything he can? I have detect magic and I cast detect magic. Very interesting. So this lets you like detect any magical object and know its general location. Anything within 30 feet gives me an aura. And then I also know the school, if any. You don't get any sense of magic from the crate that you're looking at. And I don't think you really pick up anything in the surrounding area either. Okay, well, I would like to try and pick the lock. Okie doke. 18. Hmm. Very good. Yeah, you get your tools in there. Uh, You work it around a little bit. There's a little bit of a struggle. It's a decent lock that's it's not of cheap quality uh but it doesn't take too long for you to get the pin set and it pops open i proudly remove the lock and uh, ask if castle hugo would like to open it mage hand <laughs> stand back i get back like 15 feet hold up my shield oh, things gonna explode on us all right so As your mage hand lifts the lid under the faint candlelight, as well as the uh, glowing light from uh, Hugo's shield, uh, the lid lifts, and on the inside, you see a tray. It's lined with a soft fabric and indentations in this tray hold seven slender glass vials. In these vials is a red shimmering liquid and you're able to tell that uh, by the depth and the design there looks like there's four trays within this crate. I'm still not getting any magical pings off of these things. No. They look like they're small potion vials. Isn't potion magic? I, magic potions are, I guess. Yeah. I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, can we... Would there be any sort of insight or investigation or history with our paths? Like, Hugo, would you have seen anything like this in school? For wizardry? Hmm. Maybe? Oh, I, I'm proficient with herbalism. I don't know if that would... That probably wouldn't help me in any way here. <laughs> I'm going to say um, you might have your suspicions related to some of these things. Um, offhand, you're not going to be able to positively identify it just from a visual inspection. Oh, so why do you have to drink it? <laughs> well, it's just unless you take like a longer period of time where you investigate more thoroughly, I don't think I can provide too much more information here's my conundrum (laughs) I would love to take one to study it but what if the prince needs all of these to live okay but here's the the other flip side do we care (laughs) yeah 
do we care? <laughs> do we care? I mean, we only cared about the prince because it was our means of getting our, our, you know, entry into the guild. Mm-hmm. That's true. Okay. And if he's if he's employing these undead monsters, like, do you we not know? He's just looking for any way not to die. The bigger thing is that if we take one, then they're gonna know one's missing. E- not that that makes sense. It's not like they know who we are. I guess. Ooh, I could just leave a. F- leave Brock's name tag and. <laughs> Brock was here. <laughs> yeah, sign it. Brock was here <laughs> with like a giant middle finger. Okay, so this is the hand. <laughs> does it look? What color is a healing potion? Um, reddish normally. Do they look f- like fairies? Like the similar? ones you took earlier were yeah. were red potions. Yeah. So, what if we take one of the empty healing potion vials, fill it with one of these ones, and then? Replace it with a healing potion. Pour a healing potion into into that vial. That way, it looks like nothing's missing if it looks similar enough. And it wouldn't be until it, you know someone tries to use it that it might be different. Yeah, we could take it off one of the lower layers where it wouldn't be right away. Yeah, exactly. Let's grab a couple. Yeah. Yeah, let's do that. All right, one for each. So let's take like three. Because what if they're yeah. useful? Yeah. I'll say, like, one healing potion could probably fill three of these vials. Like, a normal healing potion is kind of a bulbous glass Mm -hmm. uh, container, and these are quite slender cylinders. Cool. Cool. All right, three weird vials, and I'd like to check the main floor real quick while my detect magic is still going. Um, See if I can find any, like, obvious notes, like someone's diary of, like, Here's how the evil plan is going. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's a good thing, because you get a bit of a ping as a blurry figure falls from the second story and lands in a thump on the ground. And as it stands, you see something that looks very similar to the drug you saw outside. But this time, he's got a fancy hat on. God, it's the captain. He roars a bubbly roar, like you're a little bit familiar with, and he don't look too happy. I'll let you guys use all your initiative rolls from before um, to speed things along. So, uh, Cass, you're just going to go first. He's he's right in the middle of you. He's close to everyone. I don't think anyone's going to have a hard time moving into combat range if they want. We've already switched everything out, right? Like, we already put everything back into the chest that didn't happen yeah i'll say you did that you you took your samples you replaced them you close it back up and even reset the lock if you wish to it was only when you started searching around further that he he jumped down from above and he landed pretty hard he's not agile so you guys got the jump on him i'm gonna cast fairy fire on him and then I'm going to uh, use my bonus action to cast Shillelagh on my quarterstaff. And I guess I'll kind of get... Well, how far away from me? Like, he's, we're obviously all pretty close, right? We're get, we gotta be yeah, there. like 15 feet, maybe. Okay. Yeah, I'm just going to chill here, then. Are you readying an action? Well, I, cast, I casted Fairy Fire. That's oh, that's an action. An action. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so he's lit up in in flames. It's very visible. Mm -hmm. So all attack rolls on him have advantage, just so you guys know. Okay. Uh, Next up would be Thorn. Nice. I'm going to stab him 
with my rapier. I am gonna miss. You have What'd advantage. You, you have advantage. Oh right. <laughs> yeah, Good. you do. You're flanking. Not much help. Um, twelve. <laughs> twelve hits. What? Yes. Yeah, and you get to add. You get to add a d6 then, for your sneak attack because you had advantage on that. Yes. All right. So eleven. Eleven damage. Plus, no. no, no, no. Plus five. Plus five. Ooh. Sixteen. Sixteen damage. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that's that's a heavy blow. Seriously injured this thing. All right. There's nothing else. Hugo will be up next. I'm going to prepare an action. I'm going to say, tell us what you know about what's in this crate, and we'll spare your miserable life. Uh, and if he takes his turn to do anything except surrender, I'm going to hit him with Guiding Bolt. Oh, nice. All right. Him, him going next, it, it will not be surrender. <laughs> a, a very similar guttural roar. Does anybody understand that? No, that doesn't sound like an explanation. Okay. Um, and I have advantage on this because of the fairy fire. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet. Gonna need it. Ugh, I miss. Oh no. Couldn't get a twelve? No, the best I did was an eight. Okay. Damn. So what you you shot a guiding bolt out, was that it? Yep. Alright. Um so yeah, he roars and Rather than swing at you, he actually swings at one of the uh, jar lamps, smashes it with the back of his hand, and oil and fire spreads out onto some of the crates behind him. And then he charges forward and tries to slam into... I'll say, well, let's roll the dice. Let's try to slam into Cass. Does a 11 hit? No. Okay. So he fails and instead slams into some of the crates, um, but they spill over and another jar breaks and some dripping oil and fire come down from it. Uh, Two small fires have started in this room. He's really good with this cargo. Hmm. Okay, we're going to go back up to Cass. Okay, so I just realized, sorry, that when I cast Fairy Fire, he should have made a, a dex saving throw before becoming outlined in that fire. Okie doke. 14? Shit, no, he passed. Yeah, okay, so he passed, which means that you shouldn't have had advantage. That's roll. fine. We'll just say it, it, it lasted, but he shakes it off, so okay. you don't get it anymore. Cool, 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 cool. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm just going to hit him with my quarterstaff. Great. Oh, yeah. That is a 24 to hit. Okay. <laughs> oh, beauty. Uh, 11 bludgeoning damage. Okay. Another serious wound, but he is still up and going. Okay, so next up would be Thorn. Stab. 
stab away. With advantage, I think, still, because there's more than one person engaged with them. Mm -hmm. Thank you for reminding me. Fifteen? Yep. Nine. That's another killing blow. Yes! So, for this one, I'm going to say you actually slash at him with your rapier, and uh, as your blade runs across his chest, his skin kind of splits and with some of the injuries he sustained earlier, his top half folds back from his body as he collapses to the ground. Nice. <laughs> Righteous. As he does so, you notice a small ledger fall out of his coat pocket. The diary that tells us how his evil plan is going. Yoink. <laughs> <laughs> At the same point, though, you do notice that the fire continues to spread. It's getting a little smoky in here. In fact, his body is close to an active flame, and it's steaming. Like, he's so soaked with water that there's actually steam rising from the body. Should we put this um, out or just get out? <laughs> it doesn't look like you'd be able to put it out because it's an oil fire. It's only going to get worse. All right, so we just can we leave out the front door? Um, should we just take these vials then? What's the point of leaving them? It's just all going to get destroyed in the fire. No one's coming back for it now. Might be fun. You know what I mean? Like Hugo, what's your thought? I mean, I already have three. Yeah, but what if it's like really good stuff? We could. We don't know what it is. We might be able to use this for something. All right, let's let's grab our grab a handful and then we'll uh, run out of here. Yeah. yeah. So we grab some more. However okay. much we can carry. I'll say I, I could probably pick um, up the crate because <laughs> you you close the lock back up and everything when oh, you yeah. finished. Oh. Okay. So it would take a beat for you to get back into it. Never mind. We're good. You're good? You're, just, you're all just going to keep what you have already? I think the three vials yeah. worth that you yeah. took? Okay. And I mean, it's a very sturdy wooden, and, you know, it's not to say that everything will go off, but either way. Uh, where would you like to leave from? The closest door. Wait, maybe we should go back to the back door, not just run out into the, the street. There's fire. Can we get to the back door safely? Yeah, there's different paths that you can take okay. to get out of here to the back door. So the back. Okay, so you make the way. What goes in must uh, come out. Yeah, the fire continues to grow, and at this point, the smoke has built up, kind of to uh, maximum capacity inside. And uh, just as you guys leave through the back and take a moment to gather yourselves, you can hear shouting from the street side uh, and people calling out, "Fire! The smoke! There's fire in this building!" and uh, commotion starts to grow. Um, you would assume that usually a fire makes quick response for the warehouse district as they would not want it to spread to other nearby buildings. Mm, was that people or birds that were shouting fire? <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. Bird people. <laughs> let's, um, let's skedaddle. Yeah, yeah, let's just blend in and get out of here. GTFO. <laughs> I'm yep. going to use disguise self to make myself look my, or my, my whatever, furbolg magic to make myself look like a human. Fair enough. Okay. As we're, I'm going to like, as we're going like, yeah, guys, there's a fire. Quick, everyone grab. And we're just going to keep going. I heard Brock from nice. the Benevolent Hand started it. He's out there talking <laughs> shit. Brock from the Benevolent Hand. That was him. That was Brock. Yeah, for sure. There's not too much trouble. Um... Yeah, you, you guys are able to make your way out of this area. 
and back onto some of the main roads. And uh, all you can tell is from a distance that there's smoke, but it doesn't, you know, as far as you can tell, it's not like it bursts out into a huge fire. It's not going to burn down the city. Um, but yeah, you guys have gotten away. That was a good stealth mission. <laughs> <laughs> we did a really great job on that, guys. Oh, okay. <laughs> the whole place is burning behind us. We're high fiving. Yeah. And the end of this episode is we all jump up in the air and do a freeze frame high five. Success. All right. So wait, are yeah. we just are we going back to Ion's knowledge then? I'm assuming. Yeah. Yeah. You walk away from the burning building, never looking back. Letting the uh, local residents deal with the uh, the fire that that you guys may have contributed to. We are amazing heroes. Can I have a correction for something that I said last session? I said I didn't know if Hugo's family were, like, nobles, but my background is noble, so I guess I am a noble. <laughs> yeah. I was actually thinking even, like, in the city... Like, even the prince. He's not the prince. He's a prince. That's why I kept right. saying the, a prince. And then everyone's like, oh, he's a prince. prince. I'm like, something. But he's, he's not the only prince. one. Exactly. There's multiple different royal families. And yeah, so I'll say for, like, him. Hugo, I think Hugo's family has, like, a history. They've been, like, a royal family oh, yeah. We're in super city inbred. for, like, a while. <laughs> I, I would say maybe at most, maybe you're not in as great of a standing as you once were as a family. That's potential. It's because of my like, mom's right? bloodlust. <laughs> yeah, all, all that bloodlust. It may be that passed down. I don't know, but but yeah, you could you could have the status as a royal family, but still have a scale of your current uh, kind of uh, prestige. It's like royal with an asterisk on it. 